Uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank God so much for this moment and for this time. For he's a good and great God. He has done wonders in our lives. He has given us an opportunity to live with such an awesome God. Uh, this morning, I have a scripture the Lord has given me from the book uh, of Isaiah. From the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, uh, where the Bible says that when thou passest through the waters, let me read from verse 1, Isaiah 43, I'm reading from verse 1. But now thus says the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, Thou shalt not be burnt, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Saviour. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Sheba for thee. Praise the Lord. Uh, the Lord is saying that he knows us. He's the one that formed us. He's the one that formed you. He knew you before you were born. The Bible says in, Isaiah, in Jeremiah that before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. I want to remind you this moment that God knew you before you were created in your mother's womb. And none of the things that are happening to you are by mistake or that he didn't know them. <coughs> he knew it all and he knows the solution. He knows the lessons he wants to teach you. He knows how to get you out of it. So here he says to Israel, he's saying to you, he's saying that fear not, I have removed, redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. God has already redeemed you from that situation. Though it looks like it is still standing, it looks like things are still not going out, uh, working out. Things are still hard. God is saying that he has already redeemed you out of it. He says, I have called thee by thy name, though at mine. You are somebody's, you belong to God. Do you know, uh, let me give you an example. If you have a God, it is yours. Everyone would ask, whose God is it? Everyone will say it is for Jackie. It is for mercy. It becomes yours and your name is tagged on it. The same way, whoever is asking whose you are, you are for God is. Whose I am, I am for God. He says, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. I want to just bring your attention to whose you are. Don't let anything abuse you. Don't let any condition uh, uh, crush you to the end. Don't let anything put you into captivity. You for God. The one who owns you is the one speaking to you, saying you are mine. 
saying fear not do you know when you are going through a very uh for example a very uh fearful place or scaring place whereby you don't know whether there is an animal there that can hurt you it is in the dark you don't know whether there could be thugs or there could be people to murder you where you're passing but because the one who is holding your hand is mighty and stronger even if it is a lion barking you walk confidently knowing that the one who is holding my hand won't allow it will defend me will protect me will cover me it won't eat me for example you see people who go to the national parks uh to see the those wild animals and you can see animals like now the lion for it is a game player it wants to eat you and now you see because these people now are are in those two vehicles and they are covered in strong metals it comes with strong metals they have the confidence that even though the lion comes closer it will not eat them they'll just look closely to it and see all the features features it has on its body but they will know that it will not manage to eat them they will know that this lion of course has to be checking on them but cannot though they are passing where the lions are where the lions can eat them because of the shields of the vehicle they trust that they won't be eaten and many continue going there and they are not eaten the same way god is saying we are not i called thee by name thou art mine so in whatever situation wherever you are you have god who is holding you by your hand is not going to forsake you when you go to verse 2 he makes it clear he says when thou passes through the waters i'll be with thee through the rivers they shall not overflow thee when thou walkest through the fire thou shall not be burnt neither shall the flame kindle upon thee now we see god he say now even if it is much water it is not going um even when you pass through much water through waters i'll be with thee you can imagine when there is too much water you know what water does you know how it kills people if you now just imagine those who died on the boat cruise it is water that killed them they had all the money they had what it takes but water killed them but now because god is with thee is saying now even if it is too much water it will not take you what does water represent water represents uh, challenges beyond your control now uh, challenges beyond you handling because water carries a force water can swallow you down water kills so these are problems that can kill you can destroy you can cover you you know what how destructive it is it breaks houses it does a lot of things but god is saying even if you go through that situation that brings death that destroys everything that carries away everything that will even cover you that will even swallow you is saying i will be with thee so if god is with you you are not consumed when you look at the life of the israelites you see uh for them what they went through uh you see that 
because God was with them, they reached a point at the Red Sea. They didn't have a way out. God opened for them a way in the waters. Yes, they said walking, but just imagine walking through a path where the walls or the sides of the, the road you're passing are walls of water boiling now. They want to join on their course, but God makes a way for you, for them. They go through. Now look at what happened to the Egyptians. For them, when they tried to follow up Israel, God just put back the waters because water is really a destroyer. But God is saying, he's the one who makes even the way in the, wet, in the waters. If he made for Israel, because God is with you, why are people think this condition is going to consume you, is going to destroy you, is going to, you know, to finish you? Because God is holding you, for you will be seeing a way out. He'll be just leading you through. And now when you continue to read, you see uh, him saying that though the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. You know what the rivers? You can talk about a stagnant water. Stagnant water, maybe like when you see the lakes, maybe because of the currents, but for it is doesn't, it's not on speed going somewhere. But now the water of the, the, the water of the river, for it it is flowing, it is going somewhere. When you reach there at the Nile, before I used to go to the source of the Nile, but these days it is really scaring even to go. The water is too much. You see the speed at, at which it is carried, you just get scared and say no. I don't tamper with this water because it will carry you. It will take you. So now God is saying, even the waters of the river will not overflow you. It will not. And you know when the the waters of the river uh, maybe are increased because of the increase in rains or maybe some additions on the journey, they connect to different tributaries which they never connected to before and then it, it overflows. God is saying it will not overflow you. It will not harm you. And now he says, when thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burnt. This is something now. Many people are going through a lot of fire. Uh, there are a lot of fires here in the world. There is a fire of words. People can talk. Uh, and I've seen this happen in many places. Or, you know, for example, in Uganda, when you see uh, the media... They put anything that happens to anyone. If you just even have a name in that country or some business or what, it will blow. It will be blown out of proportion. They will speak a lot of words. You see that these people are speaking maybe to crush that person, maybe to see that this, this person doesn't rise up again. They bring words of uh, so many years ago. They bring those stories of, uh, of you know, a decade ago. They'll bring everything to see that now this person is finished. Though those people think they are giving information to to the world now, let people know about him, let people know about her. They don't know that they are killing some potential that is lying in somebody. This is kind of fire. This is a fire. Sometimes many people are not able to make it out of this fire. They are, they are quenched. They, they just end there. So why? that's what the world has offered to me. They just shy away. They don't even show up in the public. They, they just close their gates. If they are musicians, you see them even giving up with the singing. It's only those who just say, ah, those who are words, me, let me continue singing. Otherwise, 
you may fail to ever continue doing anything where you have some kind of things. You hear people talk about others' words you cannot even imagine. They look for any fake story, anything to see that they crush someone. They burn you out that you don't surface again. Uh, so many people go through that. People talk, people can talk and you feel you're quenched. But God is saying, even if you go through fire, what is a fire? The Bible compares the tongue as, uh, you know, as a... Uh, uh, as a fire, a little fire that uh, that sets off, uh, that can burn a whole a whole forest. Just that is the tongue. So people use their tongues to speak a lot of words, which really are becoming, which uh, become so dangerous, so deadly to people. You feel you have no anywhere to run to. If it comes to preacher to a preacher, they'll speak every word that maybe is breaking him, never even to stand on the pulpit to speak again. If he's a musician, they'll speak words maybe that he doesn't speak again. Everyone, people come up with a lot of stories and you feel like you crushed, you're finished, you're gone. But we thank God. He says, when you go through all that, I will not leave you. I'll be with you. It will not finish you. Let us look at these guys, the Daniels, uh, the Mr. Sadrach and Abednego. Those ones were thrown in the fire, live fire. And where did this fire come from? It, uh, it This fire came from a point whereby uh, they were spoken, they were spoken about to the king that they don't worship the idol at the time of worshiping the idol. So the king was furious. They threw them in fire. What, what is that now? This is fire which was lit seven times. But even though they were there, God just mixed, just joined them up. They said we threw their three men and we are seeing a fourth person. Then who is this? Looks as the sons of God. So if God says that I will be with you, those things will not finish you. Those words will not finish you. The things that are shaking you, some of them are shaking your integrity. They are shaking your business. They are shaking your workplace. They are shaking your position. But God is saying they will not finish you. I will be with you. When you walk through the fire, they shall not be burned. They will not burn you. Within no time, you won't hear those words again. You'll hear them gone. And, you know, they, they don't carry anything like a, a, a punk or they don't carry anything like, you know, a gun to shoot at you. Though inside they break you, but physically remain the same. So what you just need to build up is to build up your inner man that stands again because your, your body will remain there because they've not afflicted the body. They only attack the, your psyche, they attack the mind, they attack even the, 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 the spiritual man. You, you become so, you know, they, 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 you become so depressed. They can cause a lot of sicknesses. But when you are in the Lord, you have trusted the Lord. He's saying they will not. You will not be burnt. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. This thing happened to these people. They did. They, were, they lived in the fire. They stood in the fire. But no flame was upon them. No flame was, was upon them. The Bible says that, For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ran ransom, Ethiopian Seba for, for thee. 
Now, this is the Lord himself speaking. By his nature, he's the Holy One of Israel. That is the God we believed. That is the God we serve. He's the Holy One of Israel by his nature. And he's saying, thy Savior. You have a Savior amidst all situations, amidst all challenges. You have a Savior. Do you know what a Savior does? Like you, you're going to fall into an accident. A, fall, a Savior comes and drags you out of the road. Then supposing you're falling into a big pit, the Savior will come, his hand will pick you out. You don't fall in that pit. It's that you're going into fire, you are in the fire. The, the Savior will come in the fire and pick you out. I remember a story some time back when we were still young of a house which was burnt. I remember those days people had um, grass such houses. And now there was this old woman said, my baby is in the house. She went and got the baby. She was burnt, but the baby was safe. And she was also safe. She was treated and she, you know, she grew up with those scars. But unfortunately, when she grew up now, the daughter was wondering, look at what my mother looks like. Say now, she's like that because she was saving you from the fire. So a savior will take any risk possible to get you out. God is our father. In whatever situation, whether it is in the waters, he's ready to dive in to get you out. Whether it is in what fire, he's ready to die to come in the fire and get you out. So that is our God. He's our savior out of every situation. Whether it is a sickness, he's ready to come in and get you out. That is what the savior does. Mm. So now we look at, he says, I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Sheba for thee. Do you know what this means? God makes an exchange. If he sees the value he attaches on you, the value God attached on Israel, on Israel, if something would attack Israel, he just say, no, you better go to Egypt. He diverts. He diverts the harm to Egypt than going to his, to the, to, to his own. God will exchange some things to the heathen. Will exchange some things to, to people you don't expect that would attack you. To maybe will divert, God will divert those things that would terribly destroy you. You could be now like you're going to be chased away from the job. You see God diverting it to you, to the person who has been just there fighting at that job. You see him fired. You see how has this happened? When it is God himself. We see this at the time of Mordecai and um, Mordecai and Kaman. Uh, because now you know Mordecai was a Hebrew, was a Jew. And, you know, the story of Esther. But now when you look at Mordecai, uh, Kaman, he had plotted for the death of Mordecai. And Mordecai had not done anything bad to him, but just the jealousy he had against Israel. And you know, remember he had passed a decree that all the Jews be killed throughout the country. But now look at what God did. God made an exchange. Esther made the Jews fast for three days. But the three days made an exchange, turned things around. The danger that would happen to Israel turned against, against Kaman, the one who plotted, the one who organized their, their massacre, the one who organized their death. It just turned around. Sometimes you, you are in a situation, you are innocent, but there is a, a, there is an Egyptian just at your workplace, just where you are, and is terribly, you know, stressing you or pushing you out of situations. Just get some three days of fasting. 
commit this to God. You listen exchange. God does these exchanges. So I want to bless you with this word. God bless you so much. Let me pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for everyone here that has word has heard this word. My God, my Father, I pray for your blessing in the name of Jesus. Bless your people, oh God. Bless them with this word in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for your might hand to change every situation that has been standing. I'm praying for those going through a fire, those going through waters. Oh my God, I pray for your intervention in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that you join up, just join up with whoever is going through a fire, whoever is going through a water, oh God. I pray for your power of redemption for you are our Savior. We have seen the work of a Savior, oh my God. You are God who doesn't fail. You saved Israel. You are God who, who, who promises by your vows and say, I will be with you with the waters. And we see that you did it with the Egyptian, with the Israelites. Oh my God. I pray Jehovah God, save, save your people. Save your people from tormentation. Save your people from sickness. Save your people from uh, from any sorts of attacks in the name of Jesus. I pray for protection over everyone. I pray for blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you so much.